Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is our Street Smart Spirituality Hour right here with you on bbsradio.com. We have got, believe me, the word that we just used before we came on is juicy. We have got a fabulous, fabulous show for you today. I have a guest, uh, and I want to say this at the top of the show, I have a guest that did a reading uh, for me the other day and just blew me away. He is here today. We're going to be taking your calls throughout the hour. All right? You want me to make sure that... Let me, let me make sure that I say that again. We are going to take your calls throughout the hour, and my guest today is going to invite you to uh, experience what it's like to have a reading done by him. I'm talking about my guest today, Cornell Neese. He's here with me today, and he is a universal healing energy. He is a life force. He is a spiritual healer. He has helped people clear out the stuff that is clogging up their magnificence in their energy field uh, and so much more. He's joining the show today as we embark on a conversation about visualization, about channeling of spirit energy, about sacred healing stones, about the healing forces, we're going to talk about it all today. And you are invited to join us in this conversation. Uh, I don't know if you all know the number out there, but let me give it to you in case you don't have it. 877-876-5227. 877-876-5227. My friends at BBS Radio will make sure they pick up the phones. Cornell, thank you so much for joining the show today. Oh, my pleasure. Love it. Uh, you know, I, I was talking a little bit about uh, the first time you and I met. And we met, you know, rather quickly introduced by a third party. And in that introduction, you, you know, you had said to me, you know, can I share some information? Can I share some information about what I'm seeing? And we we then had that conversation. In your words, I would love for you to share what it is you saw in that moment with me and then explain to our listeners what the conversation was about. Well, what bothered me the most is uh, look, looking, back at, looking back at Dr. Pat's and knowing what Dr. Pat is all about, there was a disturbance there uh, pretty much on Dr. Pat's own teaching. She kinda, uh, I kind of felt that uh, you stepped away a little bit of what you believe in and the negative force that was implying that, and I didn't allow you to give me any information because it was pretty much there, and I felt the C in there, and you had... Uh, gave me validation on the sea and went a little further. And I wasn't really satisfied uh, with the reading that I gave because I have to have a period at the end of the sentence. Got it. And I kind of left you uh, with answers that you needed to hear and that were there in front of me. But after we had hung up, um, I actually spent the next two days uh, with this negative force. And I had done some astral travel and seen that there was a small window of uh, between you and this negative force. And I emailed you to let you know that, you know, that this negative force has tantrum-like levels, uh, no maturity whatsoever, 
And that was the negativity between the two of you. One would one way has negative energy, and somebody with so much positive energy, uh, you don't break your senses, and that's a problem for your negative energy. And they have a way of doing away with themselves, because just like a little kid, you know, you can only listen to the tantrum so long to where you let them actually just let them deal with it themselves, and that's pretty much what had happened with you. Um, but during my astral travel, I let your negativity know that one of my strongest points that I'm so uh, firm on is I don't negotiate with negativity. Aha, uh-huh, I got it. I do not, absolutely will not negotiate with negativity on the behalf of the reader, the medium, and or the spirit. I don't allow negativity for you, and I don't allow the negativity for me. Therefore, it goes away. Well, and that's that was what's such amazing. And, you know, we'll talk throughout the show about the shifts that have been occurring uh, as a result of, you know, the timing of all of this. Right now, Cornell, we have someone that's already called in. Why don't we go to the phone so that our listeners can get a sense of the amazing work that you do? Let's go to the phone. Who do we have on the phone joining us right now? Um, I'm afraid that they hung up. Uh, All right. Well, please call back again, 877-876-5227. That's 877-876-5227. Our friends at BBS Radio will bring you right up. Just give us a call, and uh, we'll take you right on. Uh, But in the work that you do, Cornell, how would you describe it? Let's give our listeners a, a flavor for what you do and how you discovered your gift. Well, I have, I, I've had my gift ever since childhood. My dad uh, was very gifted with animals. Uh, my dad was uh, a prisoner of war, was captured for 18 months, um, and he spent, actually, when he, he actually escaped with six others. And through the light of the, what, what he has lived, uh, actually, when he went into the Army, he was 220 pounds. Hello? Mm-hmm. Oh, we've got a caller. Let's uh, let's take our caller. Who do we have on the line? Uh, my name is Joanne McGovern. Joanne? Hi, Joanne. Hi. Welcome to the show. Would you like to... Can, where are you calling from? I'm calling from Sholo, Arizona. Oh, well, welcome to the show. I want to introduce you to Cornell. Thank you. Cornell, hi. Joanne's joining us. Hi, I can barely hear her, but hi, Joanne. I feel your energy. Okay, good. But you need to be lifted yet a little, dear. Yes. You, you, you're, uh, I'm feeling, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really picking up on you right away that there's a lot of depression there. Yeah. And you really need to, uh, what, the way I could help you, the best way I can help you in such a short term is let you know not to take your stress and turn it into depression. Uh-huh. The little problems can be fixed, and when you when you fix a couple small problems in your life, because uh, I see two big problems in your life right now, and if you take a take care of a couple of the small things right now, you'll make one of the big problems go away right away. Okay. You carry a lot of burden. Why? Um. I don't know. I... Doctor, can you help me? I can't hear her. Yeah. Well, Joanne, let me ask you, do you have a question for, for Cornell? Is there something um, heavy on your mind that we can help you with well, today? I guess uh, probably mostly my marriage. Your marriage? Yeah. 
Oh, also um, problems physically with my neck. Okay. Okay, so you've got some problems with your neck and also your marriage. Yeah. Uh, and, and Cornell, what do you see with that? Well, the problem with their marriage, what I'm picking up on is she gives in too much. She okay. She does not stand her ground, and the, it's also affecting your neck. Um, what's happening is your temple area, I'm feeling on the left-hand side. Do you feel any, any, any pressure sometimes or pain on the left side temple? Um, Once in a while? Yeah. I can't hear her, but does that ear get warm once in a while? Well, let me ask you, Joanne, do you, do you, uh, do you have something going on your left, uh, left side? Um, yeah, I've always had more trouble on the left side of my body and the left side of my neck. Okay, so it's the left side of your neck and left side of your body. Okay, so I got I got validation there. Right. She tends to be a left side thinker. Okay. Which which runs right along the left side of her body. Um, she needs to do more breathing, nostril breathing, uh, in her relaxed relaxed state. Breathe through both sides. Open up the right side of the the brain also a little bit, and that'll relieve some of the tension. But it's, uh, your your throat, it, it's all a nerve problem right now that you're manifesting through uh, stress. Oh, okay. And you, you see need what to that learn is? To say no, that's important for you. Yeah. Do you, Do you understand what Cornell is saying, Joanne? Yes. That you know, it's it's time for you to stand up for yourself. Are you having a difficult time doing that? Well, I thought I was doing it. It's just that uh, when I do it, it usually means an argument. <laughs> exactly. So, Cornell, what she's saying is when she does stand up for herself, it, it, it turns into an argument. Well, it not only turns into an, an argument, in the very beginning it's almost like a joke to him and uh, because he can fight her off because she gives in. you need to, you need have, you, you got to have validity in your life. It, it, without the validity, you can't stand firm. Once you stand firm and take control of you and not letting in these negative forces from your other half, he can't hurt you anymore. Mm-hmm. You, you've taken such a mental beating, beating from him already to where he's using excuses for you pushing all his buttons. And now you're doing it just to, just to satisfy these negative forces. It's time to say no, walk away, and not let it in. I've taken a mental beating and from him? Yes, and, yes. And how should I respond? Uh, well, I, I think what Cornell is saying is that you have to stand up for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would ask you this question. Uh, when you get into an argument, what kind of words get exchanged between you? I can't think of it right now. Okay, but I've got to ask you, is it painful? Uh, it, it makes me angry It's not and painful upset. for her anymore, Dr. Pat. It's numbing. It's numbing. Got it. It's numbing for her. She's already passed the pain. Got it. Um, it's pretty much like, you know, uh, people that spank their kids over and over and over. By the time the child hits 10 and 11 years old, the spankings are not effective anymore. And that's exactly what she's done, going mm-hmm. through. She's mm-hmm. taking such a mental beating that she's numb to it all now. Mm-hmm. Well, and, actually, and I... by bringing in all that negative force and, and trying to understand the negativity and not looking to the better side of things, and sometimes being right, it, it hurts. Mm-hmm. And but... unfortunately for him, it's going to be painful for him while it feels good for you when you stand up for yourself. Joanne, what, what were you starting to say? Oh, well, when we have arguments, I, I often get a 
pain in my stomach and, you know, get sick. Yeah, she gets a pain in her stomach and gets sick when they have arguments. And he also tends that's, that's to get sick and depressed. Yeah, and he gets tends to get sick as well. Is that what you're saying, Joanne? Yeah, and, yeah, and he gets depressed. And he gets depressed. So this is not working for either one of you. No. No, it, it, it's not working for either one of you, and I really don't see it happening uh, very long, much longer in the future. Oh. Uh, and I'm actually looking into my ball right now, and I see a, I see a line, and there's a separation. Hmm. Um, the only way that I could see that this line can disappear if there's a meeting of the minds, and I think a third party is going to have to be involved. Oh, okay. Are you willing to go get a third party to reconcile this? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay, so you, you think so? Yeah. Okay, so is that something that you can approach uh, him with and uh, take some action? Yes, I could do Yeah, that. because you, you guys need a break. Mm -hmm. The both Absolutely. of you need a break. Yeah. You need a break. And, um, and you know, I'll, I'll tell you, so my concern, if, if you had said to me there is some abuse going on, we'd be having a different conversation. There but is I, abuse going on. It, well, yeah, but it's, it's not physical abuse. Maybe it's some it, it's, mental. It's a mental abuse. Mm -hmm. but and he's, he's you have to stop. Doctor, what I see is he is getting to the point where it, may, it can be physical. Oh. Well, we're not going to let that happen. That, oh, no. She fears that now, doesn't she? I need the answer. Are you afraid of that, Joanne? Um, no. No. I, okay. I'm not. Uh, okay. I've been with him for 20 years, and he... Then there's still time for her to put her foot down and get the help she needs. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So this year is a year of expansion and action, Joanne. Uh-huh. So, uh, you know, what I like to say is I don't believe it's ever too late. If both parties are willing to do something about it, mm -hmm. if, you, if, you, if there is love between you, and you're willing to take some action so that you give each other a break here and so that years of resentment don't come to the table through the form of argument, then it's going to be up to you to make the move and get some help. Okay. Are you willing to do that? Yeah. All right, let's do it. All right. Okay, and, you know, have a conversation with him. Let him know that you care enough about this relationship to take some action. Uh -huh. and put it on the table. Let him know that action is important and that this is what he has to step up and do and then find somebody to work with you both. Okay. And whether you stay together or don't stay together, that's, that's not important. But it's how you go about your life that is very important here. Positive, positive action is better than a negative reaction. That's it. Yeah. Okay. You, you, you're going to go take a positive action now and do something, I, right? Yes, I will. Thank All right, you. let us know how you make out with this. You know, we're supporting you in your journey. Thank God bless you. you. God bless you. Thank you for calling in. You're welcome. Bye. Bye-bye. That's so important. This is such an important year, Cornell, and thank you so much um, for connecting with Joanne. Uh, and for those of you who are just tuning in, you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. This is our Street Smart Spirituality Hour, and I'm here with Cornell Nees. He is, as I said before, a spiritual healer. He is someone that has helped me incredibly in the past week, and his, his, his life purpose is to help people, to get us all to a place where we experience some freedom, you know, where we, we get rid of the shackles that are holding us back. And Cornell, I think people are getting a sense of the work you're doing because we've got another caller. Let's go right to the phones. Who do we have on the line with us tonight? Oh, good evening, Dr. Pat. This is Drew in Connecticut, and uh, hello, Cornell. I'm enjoying your show. Hey, thanks, Drew. Glad to have you back. Nice to meet you, Drew. 
You too. Um, I, I'm really calling because um, I'm not having a midlife crisis, but I'm, I'm sensing like I've had a walk-in. It's like emotionally I feel like I'm here but not here. Ah. And uh, from a relationship standpoint, I'm divorced. I have two children, but I'm not really seeking a relationship, and I'm very content in my solitude. But I'm just wondering intuitively, you know, what you sense from from your your uh, your. That's ability. great, great question. Did you get all of that, uh, Cornell? I got the so I got uh, to the part where he was getting divorced. Well, he is. I, you no, are I am di- divorced. I've been divorced for six years. Yep, okay. he's been divorced for six years. There's and two children involved. Yep, two children. I and have two, two happily chil- two children that are we're very content. We're very amicable, but right now I'm sort of in a void where I don't yes. feel emotion. I feel like maybe I'm a walk-in. Yeah, you, you because you, you haven't let it go yet, Drew. Yeah, you, ha- you have to let it go. Um, what you're holding back are a lot of feelings for your ex-wife, and you have to do that so you can you can kind of have validation for yourself and security that you know your children are going to be okay because I already know that she has another and you're not really fond of the other even though you'll put up with it so you can keep an even playing field where the children are involved but you really need to let things go. Does that make any sense to you uh, uh, here? Well, I mean, I I appreciate what what Cordell is saying but... um, I mean, there's no animosity. In fact, I really since I have let go. She's remarried. She's happy. We sort of live independent lives. We put our children first. Okay. But you still have a tendency of comparing everything around you to the way it was while you were married. I feel that very strong with you, even though you might not realize that, uh, you know, you're you're not looking for another relationship because pretty much you don't feel that somebody's going to fulfill the shoes and once you walk. Possibly, right. And, and and right now what I'm sensing is, you know, you've kind of taken those shoes and you put them on the side and you're afraid to put them back on. Mm. Right. I feel, I feel at this point uh, it's probably the best thing for you until you can figure out right now uh, when I'm – I'm sorry, I, I'm in, so I have to wait for it all to come. Um, right now, Drew, I think the best thing for you is to find out who Drew is again. The old Drew is is got to kind of be put away um, into the married life and accepting the things that you've accepted so you can get along, even though now more time has passed. I think you really need to explore who Drew is before you find out what Drew is again. Mm-hmm. And you did that in your very beginning, and I'm proud of you. A lot of people go into life with trying to figure out what they are before they figure out who they are. And I think you should attack it the same way again. Okay, great. Does that make sense to you, though, about finding out who you are before what you are? Well, I think that's that's the purpose of life. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So if the advice is well heeded. Thank you. All right, Drew. I hope we helped you out here tonight. You did, and enjoy the show. All enjoy right. It. Thank you so Bye-bye. much. Thank you, Drew, and bless you. Bless you. Bless you, bless you both. Well, Cornell, uh, let's do, let's give people some information on a website and how they might connect with you uh, individually. Do you have some information we can share with our listeners tonight? Um, yeah, if they have questions, they can actually reach me uh, on uh, my given name, which is specialstone, one word, dot tripod, T-R-I-P-O-D, dot com. Uh, it's actually a brand new website we just put up, so... Uh, be patient. Give us a couple of days to get all the information in there. You can email us this now, but if anybody in the local area or once they actually come out for a healing or uh, 
uh, one-on-one. You could reach me at the uh, centeredwellness.com. Great. Great. Let me make, let me repeat that, www.centeredwellness.com, centeredwellness.com. All of the information's there, phone numbers, ask for Cornell. So, you know, we're connecting with a lot of our fabulous listeners. I mean, you know, we have the best listeners anywhere. And, you know, we're talking about what you what you see, what you feel. And I think it's important to continue the story until we get our next call of how your life evolved, Cornell, on how this became a passion for you, this gift. Because a lot of times we think, oh, you know, like uh, that's just for him, but none of us are really intuitive. What do you think about all this? Well, I think we're uh, – I, I think I've been given two gifts in life. I've been given, first of all and foremost, I've been given the gift from our Lord and the spirit world. And I think one of the greatest attributes to that gift is another gift that my father had given me, and that was to be uninfluenced. I'm pretty much self – not pretty much. I am 100% self-taught, and I'm uninfluenced. Um, and what I mean by uninfluenced is I don't listen to somebody else read things and then interpret it back to me the way they've read it. I go into the book, I learn it, I read it for what it is. I don't, I don't change the story. I don't let the stories get bigger and better as they go down the road. It is what it is. And I think that's what my gift is, so natural and pure, and I don't let... Like I say, I don't let negativity in, so there's no negotiations that have to be made. It's all it's all the truth, and it's right from the heart. It is what it is. Okay. We want to make sure everyone knows that uh, we've got the phone lines open throughout the show today. We're going to take as many calls as we can. That's what Cornell does. That's what he does well. And he gives his gift to each and every one of us. So the number to call in, I'll, I'll repeat it again, 877-876-5227. 877-876-5227. We've got the folks, our friends at bbsradio.com, picking up the calls. You know, as as we look at our lives and we look at our world, Cornell, uh, you know, the thing that I hear uh, quite often from people is how stuck they are, how they they feel blocked, how they can't take the next step. And, you know, we've talked so much about the energy in this year uh, and how it's pulling people forward. And so in a lot of cases, it's, it's causing this situation where people are being pulled forward, and yet they, it's as if they have two cement boots on. Right. Right? You know, do you have the image? Right. You can feel them pull, being pulled forward, their bodies extended and bending towards that they were being pulled, and their feet stuck. Right. How do you explain this, and what can we, what can we say to help people? Well, what I would suggest is not spend a whole lot of time on trigger, trying to figure out what the problem is. I would, I would suggest on getting rid of the problem. By trying to figure out what the problem is, if you negotiate with negative forces. Hello? Oh, oh, do we have a caller? Who do we have? This is Kyle. Kyle? Hi, yeah. Kyle. Hey, Kyle, thanks for popping in on, on us here. Welcome to the show. Thanks. Hey, love your energy, too, Kyle. Oh, thanks. Appreciate that. Very forward person. I like that. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I thought I'd just call and see what you had to say. You, know. you have a question or something? I never really called into a show like this. I just thought I'd call to see what you'd say. So. All right. Let's see what uh, Cornell has to say. I didn't hear it. He, he'd like to call in and, and see what you have to say, how you're reading him. Kyle? Yeah. yeah. 
full of energy but misunderstood. What's um, that again? Full of energy, but you're misunderstood. Full of energy but misunderstood? Yeah, do you relate to that? Yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, you, you have a lot of things to say, Kyle, but your your mind travels so fast, you really don't know how to say it. Yep, you're right. <laughs> so, so people, people, two things happen with you. People underestimate you and actually think that you can't do the things that you're superior at. And you know you're good at things, but people don't allow you the chance to do these things. That's you're stuck in a quandary there. Uh-huh. The other, the other part of that is, if you think so fast uh, that you don't have time to say what you say, uh, you're you're actually more at thinking than you are at writing. What I would suggest to you is maybe start just taking it down a notch, slow down a little bit, and give Kyle some time to express himself, so people could see Kyle and not the energy that you give off, which is really fast. I mean, even myself right now, I'm going 100 miles an hour trying to keep up with you. <laughs> and I, and I, you know what? i got to tell you something. Along with your energy comes a lot of intuitiveness. You, you're a creator, aren't you? You like to create things? Uh, yeah. When you look at things, you look at... I, I kind of see... I kind of feel really strong that when you look at things, you, you kind of look for a shortcut. And, I, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. What I mean by that in your life and the way you think is I kind of feel that you like the enhanced products. You see an easier way to do it. Do you do that sometimes? Uh, yeah, sometimes, yeah. I think you need to apply that in your life. I, I really see you inventing something within the next two to three years that will really? help a lot of people. Cool. I mean, do you feel that? Yeah, I can see myself doing that. you look at things and you... And you say, well, if this, if this was a different way, it would work better. Yeah. Are, are you a pretty creative guy? Uh, I do computer-aided design stuff. And oh. Like that, so. Oh, you do computer design? Yeah. So there you go. Take it a step further, Kyle. I really like what you're doing. Okay, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. You bet. It's been nice meeting you. Bless you. You're, you're going to invent the next dot com or something, I think, here. <laughs> no, and remember, I, you heard it first here. I, I, Kyle, is Kyle is yeah. you with me? I yeah, really, I really feel with the speed that you have in your mind, I really feel you can create a game everybody would enjoy, and I'm looking at all ages. Huh. That you, sounds you're, cool. You're into the animated world right now. You're starting to play with more animation as it goes on. Yeah. Yeah. You invest in that software that you're thinking about, and move forward. Cool. You have been reading about new software, right? Yeah? Yeah, go for it, dude. I really like the way it feels. Okay, thanks a lot. Okay, boy, you heard it here. Okay. All right, let us know so we can buy some stock in your new (laughs) company, okay? Okay, thanks. All right, have a good one. Thank you. Well, Cornell, I mean, I I think what what you're sharing with our listeners is, as I said before, the gift that, um, that you have and that you've been able to cultivate and create and have the courage to take out into the world. But it's not that, you know, I mean, has it been easy for you? No, it has not been easy. It, it hasn't been easy at all. It's, it's, a, it's a rough road. Um, uh, you know, it, it's, hard, it's hard to be humble in the world you're in when people uh, even pick on the humbleness. And, you know, for the kind of things that we do, yeah. it's far-fetched, and it's unfortunate people stereotype and label people. And that's one of the best things about my life is I label nobody. All right. 
Well, that's why you are as good as you, you are. We have someone joining us. Who do we have right now? Hi, my name is Nancy. Hey, Nancy, where are you calling from? I'm calling from Washington State. Well, good. Glad to have you here. Let me well, introduce you. you to Cornell. Yeah. Um, I just want to see if there's something that he can tell me about myself. I'm kind of like, as he was saying earlier, about being stuck. I, I can't hear her, Dr. Got it. So we've, Nancy is joining us. So speak up a little bit, Nancy. We want to make sure you connect here. Uh, Nancy was saying that, you know, she, she, she heard us talking about being stuck, and, and she sounds like she, she's a little stuck. And, uh, you know, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about that. Hi, Nancy, where are you from? I'm from Washington State. You're Washington from? State. A lot of yes. room in Washington to grow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nancy, are you contemplating a business deal with somebody right now? No. It would be nice if I could, but right now, no. Has an opportunity came came to you just in talking in the last maybe few months? No. Not at all? No. Hmm, I'm picking up a merger for some reason. I thought it might have been in business. Oh. Uh, uh, is it a, can I ask you what you do now? Right now I work at, at a hospital. I'm uh, part of the admitting process. Uh-huh. But I'm also a Reiki master, and I would love to get into the healing business, but just have not been able to do that yet. Okay, yeah, what I'm sensing, and I think that's the merger end of it, what I'm sensing is, uh, do you stick to any one specific religion? No. Okay, do you explore more than one religion? I used to, but now um, I'm, I'm just, I guess, I'm just a free spirit. I don't believe in religion per se. More spirituality? Yes. Yeah. So you're more, more into spirituality than religion? Yes, yes. And the, yes, and, I am. And that's good for you because you're, you, you also, like myself, are, are, are influenced by the, commercial, by the commercialism of it. Right. I, I see that's what drew you away from it. Am I correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I feel, I feel, I feel you're real strong about uh, your church that you were going to becoming more of a business than they were in spirituality. Right. And, you know, at this point, I really think you can help others. I do feel that you're gifted, but I think you're misdirected. Okay. Uh, I think what you're looking at is more of a traditional recce, and I don't think, I think you're exploring what somebody else is teaching you. I think you, if you're going to do recce, I would, I would suggest to you that you move on with Recky. Start incorporating what you feel, even in okay. your spirituality, because that's what's missing. You yourself are falling victim to when you left your church. You're being a victim of a commercialism by by, by watching and listening to other people's teachings and how the way they do it. It's not going to come out well for you because you can't do it the way they do it. So start incorporating what you feel. What you feel is the energy that you're going to bring on to, your, to, to the person that you're doing. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, don't be afraid to touch. Open your senses. I mean, I, I can get around people that give off an odor, and odors, odor, stereotypically, you hear the word odor, and it's going to be foul. That's not true. An uh -huh. odor is what the word odor means. It's an odor. It's a smell. I can smell fragrances. I can smell impurities, which are foul in themselves. But I, I give your, open your senses up a little bit. Okay. Start to see colors more vibrant. 
When you see blue, I want you to, uh, I'll give you an idea. You live in Washington State. There's many trees around you. Yes, yes. And, and they're very green at this time of the year for you still because you've had a lot of rain last year, I feel. Uh-huh. Okay. Just, just take some time and look at the color green on the tree. And maybe ask it, why are you green? While you take the time to ask that leaf or that tree, why is it green, understand the tree. When you understand the tree, you can take that into your teaching. You'll go into a comfort zone. Things will be more clear for you. There'll be more vibrant colors. Everything's okay. a little dull for you right now. Uh-huh. Open your eyes. Experience life. Don't get stuck in a pattern. That's what's beautiful about Reiki. You're not stuck in a pattern. You can change things. That's why you do Reiki. You're there to change things. You're, you're there to remove negativity, not negotiate. You're there to do the energy forces and apply it. Do that in your life, too. Bring some validity and some stableness in there. You're, you're way off. You, you have a tendency of thinking you're doing the right thing. You're hoping that you're doing the right thing. Well, when you do Reiki, you have to do the right thing. Be positive in what you do. Okay. You're unsure. Am yes, I, am I, I am. correct? Yes. Yeah. Listen, I, I, I feel that you have the gift, but be positive. Yeah, I got the same feeling. I got the feeling that you're unsure. Yeah, be, you're yeah, unsure yeah, about your potential. Is that true? Yes. yes, it's very true. Okay, well, you know, this is this is the time for you to step up. There's nothing for you to do, right, Cornell? It, it's it, you need to step into the fullness of your power and your gift. Yeah, that's the merge that I feel that. That's I, the that merger, I feel. right? Yeah, you it, really need to understand yourself. That's it. You really do. That's exactly it. You, there's there is an incredible gift that you have, but you are the one that has to merge with yourself, not the self that's limiting, but the uh -huh. self that's unlimited. You've already that moved a lot of forward. And, and here's your validation for that. You've taken the time to initiate the conversation yeah. between Dr. Pat and myself yes. to solidify what you're doing. Take that same positive and inquiry that you've given to us and apply it to yourself. You'll do fine. Exactly. And what I would invite you to do is if you're not um, offering your services to individuals right now, uh, that you you find a way to do that even even if you you do work on people uh, that you know are in hospitals or or places where you can give your gift don't look for it in the traditional sense of quote business okay you create know what I'm saying yeah I do yeah yes create, and, and create your own tradition cre create your own tradition what feels right to you what's natural for you and, and there are people waiting for you to help them. Okay. There are actually people out there that need you. They need you. Thank you. Thank you for calling in. Bless Thank you. you so much. You're welcome. Bless you. Bless you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, incredibly gifted there, Cornell. Yes, I feel that she has actually a lot to offer. Mm -hmm. And she's actually going into areas that she was she's never been too sure about before. Right. And when she goes into them, she goes into them uh, without a security blanket. Mm -hmm. So you really got to protect yourself when you start uh, going into that. Because you want you want to be able not to provide. I don't go into my readings or my healings to provide a service. I go in there to provide a door. I'm a messenger. You're going to do all the work. 
God does all the work. You as the inquirer, you do the work. All I do is relay the message. I open the door for you. It's your choice whether to walk in and out of the door. And fortunately for that young lady, she can open doors also. Exactly. And that's really what this is about. The folks that have called in tonight are really about taking action. I mean, this is really about creating uh, that which you already know is within you and taking it out, take the next step. Let's go to the phones. We have another caller. Who's joining us uh, this evening? Adriana. Adriana, hi. Welcome to the show. Where are you calling from? Decon, Idaho. Are you calling from Idaho? Well, welcome to the show. Adriana is joining the show today with us. Cornell, I'd like you to, to meet Adriana. Hi, Adriana. Hi. Hi. What's the matter? I don't know. <laughs> What's the matter? You're all giggly, but you don't say it. I have schizophrenia. You have schizophrenia? Why do you have schizophrenia? Um, because I quit eating. Well, let me ask you a question. What makes you say you have schizophrenia, other than somebody that's read a book I and, see. And, learned, and, and has learned a big word? I see um, dark images with red eyes. You see images of red eyes? Yeah. I, I see those, too. You do? Sure I do. What are they? Well, they're good. They're good things. Red eyes doesn't mean it's bad. I see timber wolves all the time, red timber wolves with red eyes. Yeah. Once, once in a while, I'll see, uh, you know, a mountain lion with red eyes. That doesn't make it bad. That timber wolf is, is special. I mean, um, how, many, how, many, how many people in your life can tell you they've seen a timber wolf with red eyes? Not many. That's a very, that's a privilege. Mm. That's a privilege. Don't, don't take something positive that comes into your life and turn it into a negative. I don't negotiate with negativity, mm -hmm. so there's no negativity in my life. Now let me uh, let me ask you a question. You said you, you said you've stopped eating. Oh, that was a long time ago. I stopped eating because an angel told me to. Are you eating now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't feel that you wasn't eating. Okay. I would I would have mentioned it right away. I okay, I wasn't that. sure if you heard that or not. But One time I, I saw a dark object on my dad's shoulder. Mm hmm. And it was hurting his shoulder. Mm. I didn't hear that, Doctor. So you had a, you saw a darker object on your dad's shoulder. Yeah. Dark what? A, a dark object on her dad's shoulder. Okay. And it was hurting him. And it was hurting him. Mm-hmm. Then, when you see stuff like that, it, it means you're gifted. Mm. And for you to see stuff like that, you have to remove that dark stuff. Don't negotiate with it. Don't let it hurt him. You need that's part of your world. You need to look at it. Face it one-on-one -on -one and tell it to go away. It does not belong there. Okay. You may be a protector for your father, but I'm more concerned at this point that you say you have schizophrenia. Yeah. I'm going to break this down for you, okay? And what? I really don't have to be a psychic to do this for you. When you're born and you come into this world, there's no stamp on your forearm or on your forehead that says you have schizophrenia. Really? You weren't born with it. It's not natural. It doesn't belong. Tell it to go away. Hmm. And I really don't want you to use the word schizophrenia anymore. That's not good for you. That's a, that's a manifestation that somebody's brought into your life. 
Mm-hmm. I feel that it's not something that you've drummed up. It's somebody that somebody has told you that, haven't they? Yeah. Don't listen to it. Okay. I don't believe in it. I don't allow it. You shouldn't believe in it. You shouldn't allow it. And I'm going to tell you, what I do should not replace the medical world and their scientific beliefs. But however, I I don't believe in any one word. There's not any one word that can describe any one human being. Okay? Okay. Try to explore a little bit. And when you see these things, I'm really telling you, you need to understand these are good things. Don't look at the bad side. There is no bad side. Don't negotiate with negativity. I was reading an energy medicine book. I'm sorry, what? You were reading an energy medicine book? Yeah. What was it? Um, oh, I can't remember. Right but now. that's of interest to you. Yeah. How, how old are you? I'm 31. Mm-hmm. And you were reading an energy medicine book? Uh-huh. And so, obviously, you're drawn to energy medicine. Mm-hmm. And what did you what did you make of the book? What I did you think it. about the book? I really liked it. Okay, so she liked it. I'm picking up. She liked it because she understood, uh, for the most part, most of it. But I I can tell she's really confused with 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 a lot of parts of it. Mm-hmm. And that that's that's the beauty of exploring. Uh, exploring the gift that you have. Mm. I, I, I'm telling you, I really feel that you're every bit as good as as good as a medium, and I really see you into clairvoyance. Uh, not so much as precognition, but I really see you as a medium. I feel very strong. I, I mean, I, I, I'm warm from my fingertips to right to my chest, which tells me that you're you're so receptive to a lot of things. And mm-hmm. you could live a full, beautiful, wonderful life for yourself and for others if you can turn that negativity around. Don't negotiate with it, please. That's okay. not good for you, and it's not good for the people around you. All I've right. been using uh, 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 a rock that draws out negative energy. Are you asking, do, do people use rocks to draw negative energy? Yeah. Uh, but some people use rocks. I mean, some of the traditions use rocks. Um, I, I actually use rocks and stones. I have over 100 in my collection. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yes, I, 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 I put positive force into those stones uh, as well as I do into the person I'm working with. I don't allow you to have any negativity. Okay. I, I, I absorb the negativity, and I'm able to hold it and get rid of it without it implying anything into your life anymore or into mine. And have you done. ever heard of blowing roses? Yes. I've tried that. Um, I don't think that's good for you. I think you need something solid. Um, what I'd like you to do is... Right now, I'm really concerned about you a little bit, and I think, I mean, should I be? I guess. Yeah. I I, I really, uh, Dr. Pat, um, can you keep her on for a second? I'd like I'd like to make sure that she has my webpage. Yes. I'd, I'd like to work with her more. I'm I'm really concerned about her. Okay, uh, Dawn. 
Uh, let's see if we can. How about if we got a contact number? Yes, pardon me. Yeah, can you give me a contact number or a phone number? I can call her back tomorrow. Yep. Yeah, can we get a phone number for the this particular caller, and and then um, I'll get it from you after the show, Don. We'll give it to Cornell. You got it. All right. Thank you. Thanks, mm -hmm. Adriana. Thank you for okay. for calling in. We'll uh, have Cornell connect with you directly. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. Excellent. Thanks, Cornell. Okay. Uh, you know, a, a lot of uh, what's going on today, especially with our very um, young and spirited uh, young people, is that they're coming into this world and they have gifts beyond anybody's uh, recognition or acknowledgement. And a lot of what's happened, uh, I've, uh, according to a, a number of different doctors I've interviewed, is that with some of these young people, they're being diagnosed with ADD, ADHD, and so forth and so on. And even with the amount of drugs that we're putting in front of these young people, it hasn't been able to stop their spirit. And so where the medical community scratches, you know, scratching their heads and saying, how can we get these children to conform? Well, we can't get these children to conform. There is no chemical, there is no chemical to balance a spirit. And, and, and that's what I see with the, uh, Adriana that was just there. I, I think she's being fed uh, information that's not good for her. Mm. And I really feel strong about what you just said, Dr. Pat, and I'm, I'm going to go on a limb to say a little bit that, you know, these doctors misdiagnose also without mm -hmm. getting into our field. And it's not fair. It's not fair that we take our young America today and, and give them labels. And it's okay for our medical society to say, well, the medicine's just not working. Well, that's not acceptable. As a parent of young children today, really look at your children. You may have a gifted child there. I have a, I have a little boy right now at three years old, um, a patient of mine's son, that refuses to talk. He will not talk, but he can talk. But it's just a reflection of the energies that he's picking up from his dad, and we touched base on that today, and we've made progress. But meantime, everybody says he's ADD and, and, and everything else, but nobody's given time to actually reach into the child and understand the child instead of being real quick to come up with a medical term for what's going on. That's not fair. Well, and this is, this is something that I, I think all of us have done, and it's not today's show is not about that. Right. But I have done previous shows, and if you're interested in finding out more about that, you can certainly go to my website, www.thedrpatshow.com, and check it out, uh, uh, the shows that I've done. You're going to see we're posting to a children's corner on the website to address this. And we're going to be featuring some of the creativity, some of the artwork of some of these young folks that have been categorized and classified. Uh, we'll have a, an actual photo gallery from a, from a teenager uh, in New Jersey who is one of the most creative young people I have ever met. And so all of this is to remind everyone that you are a blessed being. You are a blessed being. And that's what Cornell is saying, that each and every one of us is truly blessed. And we have to remind ourselves. And also, we need to help each other and remind each other how truly magnificent we are. Yes, absolutely. You know, smile at someone. Uh, say a kind word. A smile is catchy. That's it. That's what this show is about. 
And, you know, we've had some great callers uh, in the show today. I think we'll have time for maybe one more um, uh, to take before the end of the show, 877-876-5227. And, Cornell, it would be uh, really important for you to give out your information so people know how to get a hold of you. Uh, you can get a hold of me at specialstone, one word, dot tripod, T-R-I-P-O-D, dot com. And if you, uh, you want a personal visit, you can reach the website for centeredwellness.com. And um, I work out of the Centered Wellness uh, for some of their uh, patients. And what drawn me to there is the natural and the purity of the oils that they use. Yes. They're, they're magnificent. Absolutely magnificent. Uh, lifelong friends. Uh, I've made new friends there. Uh, the oils are just unbelievable, unbelievable energies. And the, and Aisha, which owns the company. Oh, fabulous. Oh, a, a terrific energy. Fabulous. Terrific individual and never says anything bad about anybody uh, in my eyes that I've seen yet. She just gives off a rainbow everywhere she is. Well, and you're absolutely right about the oils. Everything is on the website, www.centeredwellness.com. Uh, check it out, and Aisha will be joining us for a, a show in the near future as well, so we'll be able to talk about the purity of uh, of these oils. Uh, and, you know, your journey has been magnificent as well, you know, Cornell. It takes a lot of courage to come to the plate and do what you do and to connect people and, and to help people move to a place. And And you could hear each of the folks today calling in, uh, by the time that uh, they were finished with the call, there is sort of a little chuckle, a little smile. Yeah. You know, you heard that from Drew and uh, Kyle and so forth and so on. And and so, uh, you know, this is really about opening the heart, isn't it? it it's 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 about opening the heart and 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 learning that what you say, what your teachings are about positive influence. It, it's so much easier and effortlessly easy to follow positive influence than go through a lifelong struggle of fighting one negative, out-of-balance, metaphoric, forfus, anything. You know what I mean? Yes. It, 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 the energy that you spend on, on negotiating with negativity is tenfold to just trying to understand a positive influence. But the positive influence is a life-changing experience where a negative influence it's a lifelong journey to being stuck, being caught in a quandary, being turned and turned in a spiral, and, and all your efforts being stuck with you, where one little positive influence that you can enforce in your life or somebody else's becomes a life-changing experience for both of you. Well, positive influence is just delightful. It's like being in the middle of a desert for eight days without water and getting that cool thirst quench. Boy, I know what that's like. Yes. That sounded like my first vision quest. <laughs> Boy, that was an interesting I'm journey. Getting, I'm actually getting ready. I'm leaving the 24th of this month, and I'll be back uh, back here in the in Illinois area on uh, March 10th. I'm going out, and I'm having a two-week uh, sabbatical on my own. I'm going out for my own purities, and live with nature for a couple of weeks and some Native Americans 
Uh, and for your listeners, Native American is not a very good word. We like to be called American Indians. Uh, but I'm going to spend some time with them. And uh, where did we get Native American from? Where did we did we get? I think we got a little bit shy at Cornell about using the word Indian, don't you think? Well, what happened is another force came into America, being the people from India, and it was easier to identify them as Indians. And again, my Native American being forgot and being dropped another level. Mm -hmm. And what happens is, you know, we've been beat up over the years so long, and yet our spirituality is just for nature. Our struggles for life to even put up with ourselves, our everyday struggles just to live and hunt and provide for ourselves is, is a struggle, but we don't mind. We have our spirit world, and we, we our, our prayers are every bit uh, as strenuous as the hunt itself. Mm -hmm. And we're glad, and our prayers are before the hunt, our prayers are after the hunt. So we kind of try to give back what we put, what, you know, what we take. But our world today is so politically correct, and it falls back on the, the misdiagnosis with these kids and stuff. We're so worried about being politically correct that we don't have time to live. We can't enjoy ourselves. We're, we're trying to please everybody else except ourselves. And, and, and people need to stop and take a look at, at, at who they are, you know, before they try to figure out what everybody else is. Well, you know, the traditions that, you know, that that you have so embedded in the wonder of who you are is that uh, that level of spirituality that I've been very, very blessed to be associated with, you know, my uh, American Indian friends who have really showed me the way. And uh, I'm truly blessed for the small amount that I've been able to experience in some of your traditions. And it truly is a blessing. As a matter of fact, um, I belong to a center where we have a nine-month program where we call it the coming-of-age program. Oh, and, okay. Yeah, I've read that. Yep, that's right. And, that pro and I was a counselor and mentor in that program, part of the co-counselor. And you watch these young people transform in front of you in, in right in front of your eyes, children that were labeled with ADD, that were labeled with all sorts of other stuff, and they come in in one way and they come out another way. They get to experience an overnight vision quest. They build their own sweat lodge with their own hands. Just because the circle that you provide around them is exactly what these children are. They're pure. And we don't, we, you know, people don't take time to look at the pureness of the child. You know, they, they, they try to make them be them. Mm -hmm. They don't take the time to let the child become, become its man or become its woman. They try to, you try to coax it in and, and make it a machine and uh, become perfect. There is no such thing. You're not going to hit that area. So it becomes, what happens is it becomes... Uh, a depression. So w what you do is people today, they try to label that depression. Well, it's not a depression. It's a reflection of yourself. It's a reflection of your teachings. And that's why it's so nice when it leaves your circle. It's pure. Well, I want to thank you for...
coming on and joining the show today, Cornell. Uh, I'd like to say one more comment in closing, if I may. Yes, might. please. I was going to ask you if you had a personal message to leave with our listeners today. I, I, and I do, and it's, and it's short. It's not very long. Okay. Um, before I actually read the quote that I wrote, okay. and, and I did write the quote, um, I would like to say people kind of have a tendency to come into our field when and a lot of people don't even come into the world of God until they need him. And sometimes, and unfortunately, in a lot of cases, it's too late. And that's the only time the light comes on. Take time to understand who you are. But in closing, I'd like to leave this, to leave this quote. Though the individuals who insist upon comprehending God before he will be accepted before they accept him, I'm sorry, in his inevitability, defeats their own purposes and hopes. So don't wait too late. Whether you come to our, whether you come to a healing, a reading, it's it's not imperative in a lot of people's lives. But don't wait so long by negotiating with negativity to understand that there is something there, don't be afraid to touch it. Explore, explore, explore. What a great way to end the show. Thank you, Cornell. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'd like to thank everyone that uh, has listened to the show today. And for those of you that uh, uh, have called in, I know there were several of you that attempted to call in and have just emailed me saying that the lines are backed up. And uh, the reason is Cornell Neese has joined us today. And you got to experience his amazing gift. Cornell, thank you so much for the show. Thank you. I enjoyed all the company. All righty. And I want to thank all of our friends at BBS Radio, pushing all these buttons, bringing all these callers on, and the fabulous job that they have done today. And all of you out there, make sure that you know that you are magnificent. No one can take that away from you. Nobody. Nobody. So make sure that as you go forth this week and, and you create the life that you desire, remind yourself every minute of every day, that you are totally awesome. Until next week, make yourself a fabulous, fabulous week.